Welcome to the Pharos Fit Podcast, where we help you to explore your capacity to move better, push further, and achieve your limitless potential through fitness, nutrition, recovery, and lifestyle. I think that's an important thing. I think a lot of people tell themselves the story that they're the person that gives up because they've always given up. They've always like gotten 20 minutes from the end of a run and stopped. They've always gotten halfway through a workout and quit because they tell themselves the story that they're the person that quits. Like I've always told myself the story that I'm not the person that stops and I'm not the person that quits. Welcome to the Pharos Fit Podcast. I'm here today with Brennan. What's going on, guys? Good to be back on the show. Uh, with my good wife, Emily Clark. <laughs> and we are going to be talking about uh, repair. But this is kind of like the next phase of repair. We, we've done a, a podcast on uh, repair before. But this is more specifically on pet repair during quarantine uh, while we've kind of like, you know, been at home and we've talked a lot about like working out during quarantine. But, you know, I know, I know certain things have come up as to how we look after ourselves during quarantine, like problems that are across the board during quarantine with people's mobility, people's how people are manifesting their stress through their bodies and that kind of thing. So Emily's going to help us out with that kind yeah, of thing. I was, Peter, I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> Oh, God. When she says that, I get the sweats. Well, I was doing the the pre-show research for this and, like, writing out my bullet points. And um, obviously, we wanted to talk about this, um, at the idea of how stress manifests itself physically mm. in your body. I remember one time I was so stressed, I got hives, right? right. <laughs> um, yeah. our, I remember Jeff went blind. Yeah. Um, he did really? it, it, yeah like it, 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 it's, it things happen my it happens to my dad too a form of uh, arthritis actually called iritis but um, yeah so stress manifesting itself physically so it would be easy right to go through and be like oh here's ways to like help de-stress and manifest physically but and I gotta be honest I was sitting there doing the research for the show and I had this thought that was... I don't want to do this topic. <laughs> I think we should change topics. Oh, <laughs> and the reason why, I think the intent is the same, right? Like stress manifesting itself. But it's like, why? it's like, P, I'm just going to be, here's what I want to talk about. Can you just trust me for, I, I trust for a you. bit? We're just going to throw this away and we're going to start over. And I'd like to ask you a question. Okay. If you knew then... What you knew, what you know now. When? It, when you when? Pre-COVID, four years ago when we were... Right, when we just, started the when gym. When we started the gym. If you knew then what you know now, would you have done it? That that's is the what, question you're That's what I would like to discuss today. Right. I mean, the ballpark answer is yes. I still would have done it. <laughs> Um, and the reason is, you know, everything happens for a reason, right? So everything in in my life had been building up to that that one point when I met you and I met Jeff and we met Kate, and it was like it was like the combination of everything coming together and being this is the time, this is this is this is what's right. This is this is our moment to really do something that we feel, you know, we feel like we can make a difference. We feel like we have something of value we can add and we can bring. And it felt like the right time. Now, of course, everything that's happened since, and, and it's not, honestly, it's not, Emily's not just referring to COVID. We've had. No, multi, yeah. Let me multi- rephrase that question. If we, if someone were to tell you four years ago that it would cost four times as much to make, that it would take four times as long to make, and that we'd spend the better part of a year not being open and struggling to survive and just like being slapped in the face with things would you would you still have started the business yes <laughs> yes because honestly i still don't know not that there aren't other choices and there are other options but like i said i think sometimes life brings you to a point where you you have to like do what you have to do and no matter what the consequences are at the time, it was the right thing to do. Now, are there things we would have done like differently had we known how things were going to pan out? Maybe. Um, but once, I think for me, like once once we started it and once we decided what we were going to be and who we're going to be, 
I think really it's it's the story you tell yourself about yourself that helps you endure the hard times. What I mean by that is like I tell myself the story like let's say I'm going for a run and I'm I'm 20 I'm 20 minutes from the end of the run I tell myself the story I'm not the kind of person that stops running I'm not the kind of person that gives up even though I want to it's like I started this run therefore I'm going to finish this run and I think I think that's an important thing I think a lot of people tell themselves the story that they're the person that gives up because they've always given up they've always like gotten 20 minutes from the end of a run and stopped they've always gotten halfway through a workout and quit because they tell themselves the story that they're the person that quits like I've always told myself the story that I'm not the person that stops and I'm not the person that quits so once once we started this and once once we set out down this road it's a non-negotiable for me to see it through um, and I've learned a ton of lessons on the way that are going to have value for the rest of my life now you know whether we're successful financially and whether, you know, in the future it pans out the way we, we hope it will once we get through this mess. Like, I still... I, I have still gained enough value and learned enough lessons um, and had enough good times and met enough great people and had some amazing experiences to make it... to have made it worthwhile. Right. So this is kind of like... This is a two-parter for me. It, it's the idea of discussing worth like what is worth like we four years ago made this business plan and obviously like created these projections mm. and got investment based off of projections right right um spent money based on, you know put money in expecting money uh to come back so a lot of times like we start this business and of course we have this why of like we want to change and transform people's lives um and so when you're four years in and the numbers don't make sense and it hasn't like and it doesn't match the business plan it's this idea of like reevaluating what worth it means to you. Like as business owners, we realized that we did not get into this business to make money because we're four years in, we haven't made any money and we still don't want to give up. Like we're still like we still are in it. It's still worth it to us. And I think that's like an important thing to just like to talk about like why, why, why is that? How it like, you know, how is it, how is it that we are defining worth and what makes it worth it? Because I think right, right now for business owners, like we are at a, it's like a breaking point, you know, it's like for some of us and some of the answer may be like, we're in too deep to go back. Right. Like we are like, you're swimming halfway across the ocean and it's like, what are you going to do? Go back. Like you're going to drown, you know, like we're, it'll take just as far to go back as it is to move forward. So we just have to go forward. So there's like some of that, but there's also this idea of like worth it, not being on a spreadsheet or you can't measure worth with a calculator. Right. So what has made it like, what makes it worth it? Um, what makes it worth it? The, I mean, the community makes it worth it. The people, the people have given back um, and given us so much like love and appreciation. And it's given me, I, I believe we've done enough good and, and touched enough people. I, I mean that weirdly, but I mean, you know, we've we've affected enough people's lives in a positive way, and we we've we've done enough good that I feel, you know, I feel blessed to have had the opportunity to have reached those people. Like, and it's beyond financial. It's, right, like it's, people make it worth pe- it. People make it worth it. Yeah, <laughs> you guys listening so, right now makes it worth it for right, us to be right. sitting here. And and, and, and like I, I I've seen it a million times, money does not make people happy. Um, so if 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 we'd have started this thing, everything had gone amazingly according to plan and we were like sitting on a, a amount of money, but we had not done it in such a way that had like affected people that I, in a way that I wanted to affect them, then I would be less happy than I am now because I believe we have done things the right way. And, you know, not everybody's agreed with everything we've done and that's fine, but I believe we've had a, a, affected enough people positively to have made everything we've done so far worth it. And I genuinely believe that we will survive this, we will get through this, and we will continue to, to have that effect on people 
um, in the future uh, on an even bigger scale than we are now. Um, has there been a ton of stress? Yes. Do I mean, I think- let me, let, let me, like, have there been times that you haven't wanted to do this? Like, I, 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 have there, there been? There, there have been days when days. I've, I've like, you know, the, the alarm goes off at 5 a.m. and I have 10 minutes of like, I don't know if I can do this anymore. Like, right. I have and 10- like every business owner, yeah. every person feels this way. Like, this yeah. is the thing I wanted to discuss today because it's not just you. It's like, what is that thing that you wake up and it's like, oh, it's just like another day of this. And right. we have no idea when this is going to end. And right. The news just keeps getting like bleaker and bleaker and more and more businesses are going out and more and more people are turning out the lights and more and more people are just like resided to this being their new normal and that not being a positive thing. And so many people just like giving up. I would love for today for us to explore like, because we are there and we're there every day. And it's not like one day I wake I like, oh, there, there's been one moment that I wanted to give up. Pete's right. It's like every single day there's the weight on your chest that makes you want to give up. And, and why do you not like, what is it that gets you out of that hole and makes you continue to do it? So I would love for us to spend today on like, why we are not quitting like what is it what what is it that makes us not quit there's a few things one is that god-given resilience that i feel in my heart like and i know you feel it too and it's it's not something that was that's ever been taught it's just like to be resilient and to, to to keep fighting for what you believe in it's just something that's that's in you so that's that's part of it another part of it is just responsibility we have a responsibility to our community. We have a, res- a responsibility to our investors. Um, you know, when you when you take on investment, it's it's a responsibility, and you're you're not just going to quit on that person and say sorry it didn't work out. Like, it's it's our responsibility to to make good on the the faith that they put in us to to do a good job. So I feel that responsibility. Um, we hire I people. We are we hire people responsible for, for, our, em- for our employees. Um, and you know, I, I think it's also like with with Wyatt and, and stuff like that. It's like you're you're setting examples, and you're you're you know you're you want to show to the world, you know, the kind of person that you are and the kind of the kind of things that you stand for. Um, and you don't want to be left in a, in a place where you're like, you know, just unhappy with yourself, unhappy with the way that you dealt with things, unhappy with the way that you acted, the fact that you threw in the towel, the, the fact that you quit. The fact you didn't come, you didn't live up to your expectations of yourself. Like those things just aren't worth right. it to me. Like money means less to me than self-respect. So if I if I was to quit and lose my own self-respect, or throw my toys and say fuck everything, then I I would be left in a, in a place mentally that is no good for me. Like I can't I can't be that guy. Right. So that so. for you, it's that. Um, I love that word responsibility that like we were put on this earth and it's our responsibility. I have heard so many times people say like entrepreneurs, like it's our job to solve problems. And that's true, but I don't think it's enough. Like it's um, like it, like we solve problems, meaning that we welcome problems. You know, it's not just like, like inherently as business owners, we see flaws in the marketplace and we want to fix them, right? Like we like went into this, like trying to solve problems. I mean, hell, our name is Pharos. It is named after the first lighthouse, which is literally like, how do we shed light during a storm? Right, exactly. We signed up for this job. You right. know, we decided when we uh, like embarked on this, that we were going to exist to be a light in people's day and a guide for their potential. And that needs to happen whether it's easy on us or not. So days are not easy on us personally or whatever, but like that doesn't change our like our our own mission, our own why. So I think I'm like tricking you into this episode. Trust me, I've done a lot of research on the act, this actual episode, (laughs) but I think our first, like, uh, like the first thing, reason, like, reason not to give up or when you want to give up why do you not give up it really is like if your why is strong enough like if you have a strong enough reason and a lot of times that reason has nothing to do with you because i know i don't wake up every day 
and do the job for me. I like the thing that gets me up when I'm not feeling it is other people. It's the people that I'm serving. It's the members that are here. It's the staff that are looking to me for direction to on, you know, it's like I I will do it as an act of service to get through the day to put it, you know, because I know that I have that responsibility. So, um, yeah, I think number one, when you want to give up, Find your strong why. Yeah. Like I said, look in the mirror and ask yourself the kind of person you want to be. Like, that, that, that's key for me. Like, like I said, I mean, and I've done podcasts on, on this before, but obviously the, the, the values by which you live and the, and the stories you tell yourself about yourself, that, that's, that's really what's important. That's, that's what anchors you. Um, that's what, that's what, you know, that's what tells you who you are and who you want to be, how you want to be. I don't want to mean famous, but how you want to be remembered and how you want to be thought of. And like I said, the examples you want to set and and the code by which you live. Um, and it, it is hard because, you know, when you, when you when you run a small business like this and you're trying to do a good thing, like I believe we are, we are in the business of doing good things. We are trying to make people stronger, healthier, fitter, happier. stronger immune systems, happier, <laughs> bringing joy to people's lives like it's it's all that i genuinely believe we are doing a good thing for society now when you feel like the city is working against you and our governors are working against us and the people that set the rules are working sometimes our neighbors like whatever it is (laughs) are working against working against you it's like what the hell is going on all we are trying to do is provide a good service we believe we're doing that and you guys Everyone, it seems sometimes all these people around us are throwing slings and arrows at us and trying to get us fucking shut down. Right. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Right. Like everything we are doing is to better mankind in some sense. I know that sounds bold, but that's, that is <laughs> right. in essence what we're trying to do. So when you get all these like negative things that are happening to you and at you, it's like, what the fuck is happening in society? And it really makes you doubt. That. It like makes you what, doubt. It's it's like, what are you fighting for? Why why are you fighting for a better culture, better community, better society? It seems like they don't want it. When they, <laughs> it seems sometimes that people don't want it. Like people are content to be assholes, right. or you know, it's it's you know. So that 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 is a struggle, and you you wrestle with that every day. And I think honestly, the biggest problem with this pandemic is not 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 the COVID per se. It's what we've learned about human nature and, and the way that people behave when when bad things happen. And it's not all good, people. It's not all good. Like, there's been a lot of, obviously, a lot of bad things that have come out of this. Um, Now, to the flip side, because that is exactly what I'm talking about. Like, man, we'll have a good day. And then you're, you know, we'll be, (laughs) we'll wake up and think we're going to have a good day and then get to the gym and then realize it's been vandalized and covered in lard and having to spend all morning trying to. Oh, Brandon, you didn't know about this? No. Oh, the peeps, they don't know about it. Yeah, we've been vandalized. We've been uh, like it. And now it just seems like, oh, you know, between noise complaints, cops, uh, city inspectors, uh, you know, with transient people, people coming, you know, breaking glass, throwing bottles and breaking glass in the thing. It's like, it's just seems like every week there's something. And because there's so much negativity, it really is easy to be like, ah, you know, what's, what's the even point? What are we even, what's the, what's it, is it worth it here? And so I feel like it's, it, that it, it is an important place to pause because the thing that pulls us out of that is that like you know one person vandalized our parking lot but 30 people came that morning yeah. and all helped to yeah. to clean it we yeah. had you know uh, like andre he was just a rock star and we had like jose and we're getting like ubered a uh pressure washer and yeah. everything's happening at five in the morning and then members are texting us saying i'm so sorry this happened let us know if you need anything let us know you know yeah. we'll we'll it, you know security cameras and blah 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 like just let us know and so it was it's so important to remember that even though negativity often some has more weight to it like it's more powerful like the one sling of negativity can be so powerful it's important to remember that 
even if it's a softer sound, you know, it's not as stabbing. <laughs> like there's so much positivity and we are doing yeah. so much positivity. And for just as many, you know, neighbors who are upset that we are operating outside, there because are, we have to, because we, we have, have to and we don't have a choice. There are, you know, three to 500 people who appreciate that we lug all this equipment out every single day and that we're providing a service and that our non-negotiable is that we get, exist beyond these four walls. We promise them a you know stellar service and we're going to do that you know so uh that's another one like remembering that negativity may have a uh may have more weight to it so to remind yourself the positive and that may be like a gratitude thing like i know that's big for me like the thing that pulls me out is the gratitude to each and every member like and i gotta tell you if you are listening to this, it's probably, you know, because we're new, so people generally know us at this point. (laughs) You know, you have come to us and said, this is the best part of my day. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you for, you know, I see you every morning lugging this stuff out. You guys don't have to do this. You keep going above and beyond. Thanks for continuing to pivot. Like, all of those little, like, moments and things that each and every one of you have said – it, it like that helps that it like that is just a yeah. daily driving force it's like okay i can get through this next day you yeah. know and also like it, it is that thing of like we have to be aware enough to know that and this isn't just us this is everybody for every for every negative comment you get and every negative person out there there are 10 20 30 40 50 positive people and we all know that feeling of when someone, someone writes something just nasty and negative on your like Instagram, which is stupid and it shouldn't matter, but for some stupid reason we let it affect us. There's 20, there's 20 other good comments that are, that are nice. And for some reason we often let that one comment destroy our entire day and give us anxiety. Now I've had this a bunch of times and I know you have too. Um, so it's really, sometimes you have to take a deep breath and believe that there are enough good people out there to make everything you do worthwhile and it's going to restore the faith that you put in what you're doing restore the faith that you put in people and give you that that energy and that 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 passion and that that need to keep doing what you're doing and to keep making the differences that you're making because it is worth it and there are good people and we we do still believe in society and america and you know you know we believe in what we're doing and we believe like we will come out of this and and, and restore things to the way that they that they should be um like i said sometimes it feels like everything is working against you no matter what you do but you know we haven't given up yet and, and we won't we won't we just won't um but yeah, it's some days are harder than others. There's, yeah. there's no getting there's no getting away from that. And you, no matter the the hard thing is, I remember when I was younger, like you would if something bad would happen, sometimes you would close your eyes and you just imagine a place where you would go uh, and things would be better. Well, we're in this place now where there, there are no places left like that. You can't close your eyes and think, oh, if I move here, something it, it's going to be better because we know now, like. This is a global thing. Like it's not, you can't move to a different state right, and expect, you know, yeah. things are just going to be better because they're, they're not. Like obviously I, I came from England. I moved here because I wanted to, to build the life that I wanted to build and, and, we, and we did that. And it's now under threat, obviously. But I'm not under the illusion that, you know, if I just like pack it in and go somewhere else, suddenly it's going to be a magical cure. You don't want to go back to the Isle of Wight. No, I don't want to go back to the Isle of Wight as much as I love my family. Um, <laughs> But um, yeah, it's 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 it, there. There is no there is no like better you know, place to be. There is no somewhere over the rainbow Grass, here. There's yeah. no fucking click, yeah. click my heels and yeah. You know, there's no place like home. It just just, just doesn't exist. Yeah. So all you can do is kind of like dig your heels in and fight for what you believe in and take a stand for what you believe in, and that that's that's all you can do. Um, because anything else is just running away at this point, you yeah. know. And if you run away from what you believe in and who you think you are, then you're lost anyway, so you might as well fight. Yes, a strong why, positivity or gratitude. So like if, you know, when you want to give up, if this was like a, a checklist of things, 
a very strong why of that non-negotiable, like what it is that we're doing this and like the what kind of person do you want to be? Because I like that. Like yeah. I want to be the kind of person that someone is like, wow, I just, you just, I get knocked down, but I get up again. You know, <laughs> like that's, yeah, I like that. That's Tough something. Great song. Be. Weebles wobble, but never fall down. Like I want to be the weeble. <laughs> well, and, and, and honestly, you think about it like, you know, there's all the boxing analogies in the world and all the fighting analogies of like the best fighter in the world is the one that gets up when it gets knocked down. You know, you have to look at it like that. Like, this is a 12-round fight. We're in fucking round 11 and we're on the floor, but... Yeah. <laughs> but, but we're still... But by God, I'm going to get yeah. up and... Are you sure it's only bell. round 11? I hope it is. <laughs> I, I How hope... many rounds did you say there were? Well, it's, de- it's definitely round 11, but it might not be a 12-round fight. Yeah, it might be a 24-round <laughs> okay. fight. That's the, um, that's the issue. Okay, speaking of, this is a good transition to my third... Uh, third thing to get you up out when you feel like giving up. Um, Tony Robbins would call this the change of state, change your state. But I know, especially for our community, this lands fitness. When you want to give up, work out. <laughs> right. When you want to give up, work out. Seriously. Like, on, like, I will be straight up depressed when I wake up and not want to do whatever is on my to-do list. And if I have 15 minutes before Wyatt wakes up, I'll find myself on the bike and I'll get 15 minutes of a little bit of movement and my brain starts to go and things start to fire and I start to feel better. Like chemically, I am better. When, like, if you are upset, just move. And if it's not like, oh, you can't, you know, if you're not quite in a routine that working out is like a great thing that you want to do right now, just get outside, change your state, get some vitamin D, go on a walk, you know, sweat and move because it's incredible how much uh, it makes a difference. And, you know, I think uh, one of the reasons people come and are so positive and so nice and they say like thank you for this place I don't know that my you know they're they always say my mental state would not be the same if it wasn't for this place and it's because like you come in you work out you get to see some people so that might be number four community you know like human connection and uh like you know something to get you about you know get you in your body and out of your mind and out of the world and out of uh you know the stress or the anxiety of the what ifs and you're just you know physically enduring something and that makes you mentally stronger yeah, I always just say you, you're only ever one workout workout away from feeling completely different. And that, that is true. It completely changes your brain, your mindset, your outlook, how you feel about yourself, how you feel about the world. And that that is of huge value. And that is something, this is what kind of infuriates me about this situation is because people right now are so depressed, so angry, so fed up, and working out is the one thing that's keeping them going. And you're going to stand there and you're going to say to me, even though there's been no outbreaks, we, there is zero proof that this is spread in gyms in the way that we've been doing it. You're going to shut us down. You're going to cut that off for people when it's the one thing they're holding on to. There is no sense in that. There is no science in that. And you, you, if you do that, then you simply don't understand the value of fitness, of strength, of health, of metabolic health you know, of, of everything that we do here. So that's what infuriates me the most is that you are, you are making those decisions without, without the science relative to this. You're, you're saying in general, we believe that crowds are a problem. Therefore, we're going to shut everything down right. without saying, well, we studied gyms that were operating outside and all that had space, um, had plenty of space and that had all these procedures in place and we're doing a great job. And the reality is there was very little infection. It did not spread and it was not an issue. That that has never been that has well, never been proven let's face and there's it, no from the beginning like the focus on health or you know like it was stay inside as opposed to like get vitamin D be outside do right. you know uh f- focus on your health um and it wasn't until we were at home for 3 months that people were like well you can go outside and you can you know they like i mean hiking trails were closed what's wrong with people like what <laughs> is happening in this world that like we have a global pandemic that 
is like literally attacking people with like with, uh, with poor, suppressive with poor immune, immune, system, yeah. poor immune systems and we're going to shut down every opportunity for them to strengthen their immune system so it's uh yeah move your body yeah, <laughs> yeah. so that that is that is the hardest thing you know knowing and knowing and seeing every day what it does for people and how it helps people and knowing that that is under threat is is really hard for us to deal with and to see and, and to live with that anxiety on a, on a daily basis um but again you know it all comes down it's almost like you know it's, it's almost like a stubborn resilience it's almost like oh yeah well fuck you i'm gonna keep going like it's almost that uh for me it's like getting hit really hard in the face and then just turning around and saying oh yeah fuck you Right. do it again <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. well, it sucks because like the personal responsibility on people itself sucks and you guys are here saying hey be responsible we're being responsible taking responsibility for your health we'll take care of this and right. it's like well now you're shitting on us like we're actually here yeah. to solve the problem right. yeah 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 and it's also hard because obviously you see like you know you 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 there, there is obviously this huge encouragement for people to stay home and to order takeout in, and like there's adverts for like ice cream and chocolate and fucking all this shit everywhere and sugary drinks, <laughs> all this stuff, like everything that's making them feel worse, everything that's making them more unhealthy, everything that's adding to a um, a worse immune system. But that isn't even talked about. That isn't even like. Right. You don't see Garcetti on the news saying, Please take you know care what, of please take care of your bodies. Please stop eating this shit. Please stop doing terrible things to your immune systems. Please stop digesting shit because it's going to make you, it's going to make you worse because the reality is no matter how much you try and hide from this, at some point you're going to be exposed to this virus, like any virus. At some point you're going to be exposed to it and it's going to be like, how well can your immune system deal with it? And you know what you can do? You can protect yourself. Get vitamin D, eat healthy food, hydrate, work out, exercise, bulletproof yourself. Bulletproof yourself. Yeah. I mean, that, 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 Future that's, episode, that's it for me. And it's, <laughs> you know, uh, and, and it, it well, that is the episode, me. right? Like, we're talking about bulletproofing our, like, uh, our, can do attitude right like all every time we feel like god this is just getting so much harder yeah. what are the what are the things that help us bulletproof ourselves? you know yeah um yeah so it's like let let us let us do our duty let us do our jobs our job and our duty are like sworn oath is to make people strong and healthy and that's because because that's what we believe in that's that's our that's our task and we believe we're pretty good at it so allow us to do that. Allow us to help people build up their immune systems and stay strong and, and, and keep that mental health. Um, it is and at amazing. And at the same time, help them by by advising them. Like, yeah, we, we, we believe in health and fitness. We believe people should eat healthy diets. We believe people should stop drinking a ton of sugar. We believe people should stop eating fast food and shitty food. Um, you know... <laughs> They're just. I'm not. I'm not saying you can cure that thing overnight. Like you're not going to go from an unhealthy country to a healthy country overnight. You're not going to cure the obesity problem overnight. But at least fucking talk about it. At least mention it. At least say, like this is the real problem here. We are an unhealthy culture. We've allowed ourselves to become an unhealthy culture. So for God's sake, let's Let's stop. Let's change. Let's change something rather than let's all stay at home and eat fucking. Let's order in shit food forever because. You know, because outside bad, inside good. Yeah, it's amazing too. Back, uh, like when you endure something physically, like the reason why exercise is so good for mental clarity and so good for your state of mind is because a physical, like overcoming a physical challenge makes you feel like I can do anything. Like you do, you know, that feeling of a, like first you feel like dying, you know, you're in the middle of this workout and you're like, oh my God, I can't possibly do this. And why do I show up for this? And what am I even doing? And, you know, and then as soon as the workout is over, you're like, whoo, I am limitless. I can do anything. You know, I have a better day. I can, uh, you know, just tackle a lot more. So, you know, physical fortitude breeds that mental resilience that keeps you from giving up, keeps you or just, you know, residing yourself to. Um, yeah. It's like we always say, every, everything, everything we do in here helps you with everything you do out there and we really like, do believe that we do believe Absolutely. That. you know some people work from the inside out 
And some people work from the outside in, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah we said this is a training ground. It's a training ground for the body and it's a training ground for the mind. And we can prepare you for the for the, the, the bad world out there by doing bad things in here, <laughs> you know? Yeah, right. That's how resilience is built. Yeah. 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 Now, at the same time, um, so we've gone through a very strong why and like positivity slash gratitude, um, exercise, working out, um, and human connection, right? Human connection. Keeping yeah. Like, I, I don't even realize how lucky I am. You know, the, the way in which we're able to operate right now as of this date, depending on if we're, <laughs> we're maybe a day away from being shut down, whatever. Um, but the way in which we're able to operate right now, I... I don't even realize how lucky I am that I get to see so many people every day. You know, like every, right. it like, for sure. A, social every, so, yeah. that social interaction like feeds my soul. I know again, sometimes I'll wake up in the morning and be like, ah, yet another day and nothing changes. And I have no more creative solutions to this problem that we are continually dealing with. Um, and I'll just like come here and, different you know and get to see so many different people and people come in for classes you know and all be uh, uh it's like we said bless you it was good it was a good sneeze it's like we say uh stronger together safely apart <laughs> like right. that's kind of our like covid policy right now is like ultimately we do believe in human interaction we believe that we i mean we have to have it like depression is amplified with isolation like people like isolation is a form of torture like we right. when we want to torture people we put them up by in themselves and right. in isolation so when we you know behave badly in school you had detention right like on your own right yes friends. yes like, you know even time out chair like that it starts yeah. as a kid you know um, yeah the, the the government right now is continually putting us in time out <laughs> yes we're just we haven't done anything wrong out. but i you know i really do believe that like we're at this place that like it, it, you know we're stronger when we are together and when we can find creative ways to be together like we're about to put on this community drive where um we're collecting all these essentials and it was just going to be within uh the fair community and I believe that we could like get a ton of people or a ton of items just from us but I'm like wait let's do it with all of Echo Park let's invite the local businesses um, to all participate in this essentials drive to you know gather personal care items that we can fill bags and give out to um, Echo Park homeless and uh, a part of the Los Angeles mission Um, so we're doing that but we will but we realize that we will have a much much larger impact the more people we recruit right the more uh like the the larger our community is the larger impact we will have and so i think that's a huge thing is like if you even if you are if you are erring on the side of caution and you are staying home find ways to connect with people and to amplify your effect with other people, you know, yeah. um, whether that's physically getting together at a eight to 10 foot distance outside in one of our classes or, you know, meeting up for someone, uh, going for a walk or, you know, organizing this massive charity drive that you can really show what, uh, like what you can achieve when we get people together. Because I think that like this, um, you know, uh, this, the, the damage of isolation is so much more than we even realize. And if we can be like, if we can promote this idea of stronger together, safely apart, um, I think it'll really help our, you know, our steps of healing of getting back yes. to yeah. what, uh, you know, what feels right. Yeah. Yeah. Human connection. Yeah. I agree. And I have another one for you. Oh my god. Okay. I told you I was prepared. I thought a lot about Send this. Send it in. Send I did. it in. Um, so a lot of people are very stressed out and we spoke <laughs> to fitness being a great de-stressor, right? But ultimately, let's face it, when you're working out, you are still stressing your body. <laughs> you yeah. know, like you are undergoing stress and yeah. it uh so I think um we're experiencing this so much right now and it is what we thought this episode wanted to be about, right? Was how we are repairing, what we are doing to um deload the 
physical manifestation of stress mm. you know so many people are you know chewing their grinding their teeth at night and stressing stressing out um i am working with someone right now on uh like undoing the damage of sitting at their desk in a like posture program specific to you know uh working from home now a lot um finding a repair protocol to complement whatever it is that you're doing so um a a good place to start is like an Epsom salt bath, right? Like just doing mm. something. Like you know you need to shower. So if you right. like you know that you have to like it, it's already a part of your life, right? Cleaning you know what's yourself. been helping me? Tell me. Like Epsom salt baths and then that box breathing. Box breathing in, in an the Epsom bath. salt bath. Oh, very good. So two ah, trying to like yeah. box breathing for those that don't know is uh you create a box with your breath, a matching the inhales. So you might have a four-second inhale, a four-second pause at the top, a four-second exhale, and a four-second pause at the bottom. Mm. Um, so technically an eight-second inhale hold, eight-second exhale hold. And it could be varying lengths, right? Like you could yeah. build up a 10-second box breathing and yeah. like and really go from there. Um, yeah, so that is a great tool. So you just named two really simple things that already work out in your routine and work out with uh, in your routine with your son, right? Like you do bath time with yeah. Wyatt, and so you start out and you're in the bath and you're doing your box breathing, and then Wyatt comes in and then you're like in dad mode, you know? but you still have that like kind of moment um, to yourself. Um, Another one is if you do have a workout routine, just take 10 extra minutes afterwards. We see this happen all the time. You're in class and as soon as the workout is done, you're just like get up and leave. Try to challenge yourself not to do that. Your body is warm. It responds best to your stretching protocols when it's warm and post-workout. It literally is or, the, or like... Or stretch when you get home if it's not... It, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, uh, making sure that you take the time post-workout since that is already a part of your routine mm. to do. Um, so to find your recovery practices, don't shortchange uh, your stretches. Um, I can do a... Uh, it doesn't have to be long. You know, it shouldn't be more than 10 minutes. You could have like a full hour repair situation. You know, we have pre-recorded, uh, repair classes that you can go and do. Um, but we also have this, uh, mobility and meditation challenge, right? 21 days of mobility videos. They're no more than 10 minutes a day. You can follow along and do it. It can be in the privacy of your own home, you know, but carve out the time and do something for yourself um, that is not just uh, how much can you lift, how much can you tear your body down and feel good, you know, and have that like workout high of de-stressing. But what are you physically, how are you actually getting out of fight or flight, turning on your parasympathetic nervous system and allowing that um to kind of work itself out yeah cortisol levels there's a link to that in every show too so someone to sign up for that the oh great so if you just scroll right down to wherever you're listening podcasts right now you'll find in the show notes a link to the mobility and meditation challenge 21 days 21 dollars (laughs) baby yeah i mean it it is really important to get out of high stress mode because it is like that sometimes you know you wake up you go to work you're busy you work out everything's like I stress then you go home you watch some news and you get even more stress like so it's just like this this escalating stress elevator yes. that, that, that sometimes you have to get off of and just allow yourself turn off the news breathe do something you know do something good to your body um read or I journal find like, like read yeah journal. you're the you're the reader yeah. I am the journaler Please I am the like news. get the Get the word vomit and brain vomit out of my brain and onto paper. Um, And yeah, you're much more of the like escape your brain into like into a story or into a book. Um, Yeah, I just I just like to read about stuff that has nothing to do with what's happening right now. Yes. (laughs) Like you have to escape it because otherwise it just consumes you and it's just, you know, it's never ending. Yeah. Um, so something that like takes you away from the reality of what's happening, at least for a few minutes. You know me, I, I'm only good for a, a chapter or two before I fall asleep. But even that, you know, it, it helps you just like, you know, fall into someone else's story for a while or fall into another, you know, another reality for a, for a time just to get away from this. 
Yeah. You know? That is my last step of my show notes that I've made. It's well, a escape. Well, escape is my is oh, my last. Oh, escape is the yeah. last one. That yeah. and like and ways that you find that escape because sometimes you want to give up, but really you just need a break. some perspective. Like a you break. just yeah. need a break. You yeah. just need time. It's like when we went to when we went to Montana. Yeah. Like we we were you know we went nonstop for. I can't remember what it was. It six months I did without break or seven months or whatever I don't think it was. You had, like you didn't have a day off since like March, March 12th. March 15th, yeah. whatever it was. Yeah, I was, and I was just, uh, it was earlier than that actually because I've been working seven days a week before that. So I was, I was just fried. And that trip to Montana, just like, it was just me and you and Wyatt in the truck. And just the moment we sat in that truck and the moment we just drove out of LA, I felt like I was a different person. We had East Street Radio on the radio. Thanks, Bruce. <laughs> I was 16 again. I was like just finding Springsteen and I was like, yes. <laughs> Even though the reality of like nothing, nothing was better here. Like we hadn't, no. like we weren't out of COVID or anything, but just, no. just the act of doing something that felt like we were escaping. It felt like, you know, freedom in some sense. It felt like, um, you know, it felt that, that there was more to life than everything that was consuming, consuming us at that time. Um, and it was, it was, it was just an incredible, an incredible escape from, yeah. from, from the, you know, from the, the daily grind. Um, yes. and yeah, and I think it's important that people like, I know they're telling people not to travel right now, but like do whatever you can to like, do what you need to do to, to, to get your well, mind escape right. doesn't, yeah, escape doesn't have to be a, right. a, a you know, 2000 mile road trip to Montana and back. Right? right. But a, like it can just be that you turning everything are, off. Yeah. Tur- taking everything off, going, driving out to the beach. Like it, you know, we're in Los Angeles and it's like a four, you know, it could be a half an hour or 40 minute drive away. And if you have an afternoon, like maybe it would just be so good for your soul. If you decided to, instead of mm-hmm. what, sitting at home and watching the news, if you just escaped your reality for a moment and did something else, if it was, you know go to a hike that you haven't seen if it's just you know yeah you can you can escape in your own backyard a lot of times yeah um, like maybe with my bow right that yes, that like that, that that's huge you know just a couple of times a week if i can get out of the back and just just fire off the 100 arrows with my bow like just for an hour whatever it is like and i don't think about anything else apart from the arrow and the target like yeah seems like a stupid thing but it right you know, it's Same essential. with riding a motorcycle. Yeah, it's that it's, moment of like you are – it is such an escape because you can't think about anything else. You can only focus on what's right in front of you. Right. And, um, you know, like as soon as you get off the bike, it feels like, you know, you get some – you just get a little perspective. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, Nice little escape. Nice little escape. Well, All right. So to recap, yeah, when you want to give up, when you want to give up, mm-hmm. take a look in the mirror, ask yourself about the person you want to be, how you want to be th- thought of, and dig your heels in and fight for who you want to be. And, you know, you know, who, what do you represent and who do you represent? And who's looking to you? Who's relying on you? What are you responsible for? Um, and how do you want to conduct yourself through hard times? Because if you can t- conduct yourself like that in hard, in hard times, then the easy times will be so much easier. So much easier. <laughs> um, I, I think performing well in hard times gives you a sense of, you know, I, I think a sense of respect, both of yourself and from others um, that allows you to move forward uh, more. Right. Like I don't believe in myself as much as my t- team does a lot of the times, right. as much as our community yeah. does a lot of so the it, times. So it puts strength in your step. <laughs> yes. It puts, it puts a, a length in your stride. It holds your, you know, your chest up and your chin up a little bit higher. And, you know, you move forward from a better place because you, you, you proved who you were when the, when the fucking chips were, chips were down. And, yeah, there's huge value in that. There's huge value in that. And I, it's a cliche now. It's like, oh, yeah, you define who you are not in the good times but in the bad times. And it is a cliche, but it's it's true. Yeah. Like, I heard an, a great podcast where this um, Amy Porterfield, <laughs> uh, she's great. But she was talking about like, I didn't actually realize what a strong leader I was until COVID. 
And I was like, whoa, cool. Me, but I can't even imagine what that journey must have been like for her to, but things must have been so bad. And she's like, I gotta, I gotta hold this ship in together. And it re, it made her realize just how capable she had been this entire time and that it took something horrible for her to like just mm. realize what a gift for, leading the ship she she has mm. you know and I uh heard her speaking to that and I'm like I want that like I want to look back at this moment and to be like I didn't even realize what I was capable of as a leader until COVID hit and then it like that test showed me and I rose to the occasion and I have the community and the team to show for it and the vibe to show for it and one day I hope to also have the money to show for it <laughs> yeah i know honestly i remember when this first thing happened march 15th i think march, march 16th was the monday march 15th was the sunday mm-hmm. and you said to me like why why are you okay with this and the reason i was like okay at that time is because like I, honestly i was excited to reveal something about myself mm. i was excited to to show like the world and, and my community and whatever it was that I, I I was capable of leading them through this. Now that at some point, like it hasn't felt like that throughout. I haven't always woken up and felt like that. I haven't always woken up excited to show my leadership skills. I would be lying if I had felt like that, but that's how I felt in the beginning. Like this is an opportunity to show your qualities, whatever those qualities are. And, and I think when I've been at my best during this this year, it's been when I've told myself that this is an opportunity to show your values um, and to to reveal parts of yourself that you want to reveal. Ooh, good one. Well, thanks for that curveball. That was uh, yeah. Did that you like fun. that? Do you I remember that time? It wasn't a few. It was like a few episodes back that you were like, oh. Emily uh, it was like update the people that was like what we were supposed to be doing and you threw the curveball asking me what my five-year plan was and I have to tell you I like I was in such a bad place that day like I was so not prepared Mm. to talk about what I wanted for a year or five years and it just felt like any answer would have been a lie in that moment and I be I was so mad at you for throwing that curveball I I think I blanked out of the whole like the rest of the podcast I'm like not even talking in in the rest of it I just like what do you want Peter you know but I think it's important to like that's why I wanted this episode so much because that that happens like that feel like that feeling happens where it's like don't talk to me about the future don't talk to me about what I'm going to do. Don't like, I just want to crawl into a ball. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to crawl into a ball right now. Um, And so I think like having actionable strategies for why and how we don't curl up into a ball and how we, you know, show our true character in times of struggle is probably going to be more beneficial than laying out the importance of stretching. But I do think you should stretch right now. (laughs) Right. As we're talking. In fact, how long has this been? 45 minutes. I wish that I would have started it being like, okay, stretch while you're listening to this episode. <laughs> okay, guys. Uh, we will leave it there. Uh, thank you so much, Emily. That was that was great. Uh, thanks for coming in, Brendan. And again, I got to say thank you to all, all of you guys out there that continue to support us. Um, I was outside in the car park today and, and just seeing everyone work out. We're, we're currently not playing any music in the lot because we had complaints from the neighbors about being outside and playing music. And all of our members are just cracking on with it. They're just getting down to work. Um, and I, I, it just fills my, my heart and my soul with, with thanks and joy and, um, gratitude. And, and it reminds us, reminds us of how lucky we are to have members like you. So thank you again from the bottom, from the bottom of our hearts. And, and we will keep fighting for you and, and keep doing everything we can to, to keep this thing going. So thanks again. We will see you soon. Uh, don't forget. You can follow us at, at Ferris Echo Park on Instagram. Uh, we are at 13, 16, uh, 1316 Glendale Boulevard in Echo Park. If you want to swing by and see us. Um, and yeah, all that good stuff. And if you're interested um, in helping us donate essentials, ferris.fit slash drive will yes. be at the bottom of the show notes. Um, and you can donate there. Um, and uh, we can do some, do some do work some this holiday yeah, season. Yeah, do some good. Do some good. 
All right, guys. Take care. We'll see you soon. Thank you. Bye.